the hard shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. So, Bobby, you're out there with the EY Entrepreneur of the Year retreat, is it? Yeah, there's 25, 24 finalists, Ivan, and about 60 or 70 alumni. There are people who've done the program before, but the 24, they're all amazing businesses competing in this year's competition. Um, so they come on this retreat, they go and see best practice, um, they get some university education from guest lecturers, and they meet each other. And I think there's a lot of business done between the individual entrepreneurs. Um, we were in a place yesterday called Macau. I think you'll be really interested in this. It's basically the only place that's legal uh, to gamble in China. And the Chinese people definitely seem to like a flutter. This is a place, it's an island about an hour away uh, from Hong Kong. And uh, it's we were, the turnover there, right? The gaming turnover is seven and a half times more than what's turned over in Las Vegas. So. That puts it in any kind of context here. It's just, it's skyscraper after skyscraper. The casino we were in cost four and a half billion to build. And there's a whole load of American companies working there. They're also basically, the turnover of the gambling in Macau is nearly 40 billion euros. Um, an incredible sum. And um, so that's the scale of that was just truly amazing. Another aspect of the trip is executive education and the group get to hear guest lecturers from some of Hong Kong's and China's leading business brains. I met a guy yesterday, Professor Zingang Tao from Hong Kong University. Now, you know that China and America have been having a huge trade war and that started last, last year. And we asked, um, we asked uh, Professor Tao, does he think the U.S. is really shooting itself in the foot? Have a listen to this. Basically, every 10 bullets... Trump actually should successfully come back to himself. <laughs> um, because basically, Apple used China as a low-cost low cost production base. So on paper, it's China's exports to the U.S. But in reality, it's Apple's export to the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So if, if Trump again continues with this policy, Will um, American interests here just move to Vietnam or move to another? They won't go back to the U.S., will they? No, they will not go back to the U.S. because the cost of production in the U.S. is way too high. They might go elsewhere. Whether they will go or not, it depends on a lot of other factors. Because, you know, this is an industry which we call, you rely on a lot of suppliers. So you will only go where suppliers go. Yeah. So there is this coordination issue. Okay, it's a whole industry, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bobby, much so basically, talk- Ivan, if you think about it, sixty percent of the, the the Chinese trade is actually done by U.S. multinationals. So what he's saying there is that's fine. Impose a tariff, but you're imposing the tariff on yourself. And what is that, what he said was basically that the U.S. Uh, the U.S. companies will just go to another. Asian jurisdiction. They won't go back to the U.S. Okay, was there any talk about Huawei? Because it's been in the news here big time, and Google, and the Androids. Yeah, we're just hearing briefly about it today. We were tied up in in university stuff all day on, on lectures, so I was only just hearing about it there. But yeah, like, but Huawei is slightly different because that's a Chinese company. Um, but, you know, Google uh, not supporting it will be 
uh, there's a lot of people concerned about it because again of the the components and all the all the uh, parts that are actually made here. And did you go beyond Macau um, and uh, Hong Kong into mainland yeah, China? We did. We were in mainland China, and it's an amazing place. We were in a, a city of Shenzhen, right in, in the southern part of China. We went in and out in one day. In 1979, Ivan, it had a population of about 40,000 people. Today, there's 20 million people there. It's just the scale of, that's the thing that's really, really impressive about here, just the numbers, the scale. And even if you look at, you know, the people, um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just incredible. It's almost overwhelming. The rate of building is also incredible. Um, there's an Irish company, um, uh, Liam Casey, uh, you know, and I think you've probably heard of Liam Casey's company, um, PCP, PCP uh, Holdings. It's based in Shenzhen, and we met Alan Cuddy, he's Liam's country manager there, and he told us that Shenzhen is starting to rival. And wait till you believe this: they're going to compete with Silicon Valley. And you know what they they talk about Shenzhen is, it's for China's the home of reform and innovation, and that's what I, and I. That's what's going to continue to happen. They're going to continue to reform and they're going to continue to innovate at a pace that is that probably has never been seen before. Um, so down the track, what we're going to see is Shenzhen becoming a true competitor to Silicon Valley and um, continuing to maybe take the tech industry in new directions. So we could theoretically see where... Uh, Shenzhen was the provider to Silicon Valley that the tables may turn and it could be the other way around. You know, they're developing what they're calling the Greater Bay Area of, uh, of South China. I think it can be certainly complementary to what Silicon Valley brings to the table from a hardware perspective, but I think for sure they have a true competitor. And tell me, for maybe tech graduates and so on, what's the lifestyle like there to go work in Hong Kong or China? Yeah, it's it, it's amazing. Now, I, I think we were I was sort of overwhelmed by the numbers, by the skyscrapers, by but there's a, a whole alternative lifestyle outside the city, you know, which is peaceful beaches. So I think there's, it's it's sort of a game of two halves or a place of two tails in that it's hectic when you're working, but people escape out to the country. And do you know what, Ivan? One thing that has amazed me is the people, like even though I was walking down the streets this evening, um, the people, there's thousands and thousands of people on the streets. Everybody is so nice. Everybody is so polite. There's no homeless. There's no, like, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a really clean city. And I just think it's, it's, it's just, it's refreshing to see the energy that it's, that's in this city. It's truly inspiring. Yeah, I, I get that you're taking in, but like for people that are used to a Western lifestyle in terms of Netflix, in terms of having a few drinks, like what are they like culturally? Is it, is it in any way authoritarian, repressive? Yeah, I, I think, you know, they do have, particularly in family businesses, they tend to have a very hierarchical structure. And I think everything happens very slowly Everything is measured. Um, again, the hierarchy, you need to be, you need to know who you're talking with. So things can take quite a while. And I think the beauty of, of Hong Kong is that you're, it's really the gateway to China. Like the, the legal system here is imperial. So there's two legal systems in Hong Kong. So, you know, but you've got real, they're opening up the access now to the Chinese market, which is 
1.4 billion people on your doorstep. The people of the, the, there's a lot of formality around business as well. You know, you present your business card, you make sure you're talking to the most senior person in the room. So there's an etiquette around it that you need to be careful because they can get, people can get very offended if you don't follow the proper etiquette. And what is that like in terms of uh, meeting and greeting? What What is the, the custom and practice? So you, so the business card is still measured, and you know, don't just stick a business card in your in, in your pocket. When somebody presents, you present it properly. You have it in English on one side, Chinese on the other, as a mark of respect that you acknowledge their language, and you take a couple of seconds to card, and again accept the other person's card to show you're sincere about the relationship. And this is very very important. It may seem trivial, but those early meetings where business cards are being exchanged are critical to, to the future of long-term business. And have you been to Japan? Is it the same as Japan or different? I, w- I was in Japan. I was in Tokyo about 15 years ago. I'd have to say, even though uh, Tokyo is, again, you've got that buzz and craziness of so many people in a, in a high-rise area. The apartments and the living quarters here, because property is so high, are really tiny. It's the same in Tokyo, but it's a lot of those cultural things are still the same. The way people eat, the way they think, uh, there's great street food, but they're all traders. They love a bar, and people love the sort of buzz around business. It's, you can really feel it. I was in a, a market earlier buying handbags. Uh, you know me with the four girls and that. You have to do that kind of thing. And I'm not sure I bought a real Gucci. I was certainly trying to buy one, but maybe at 26 euros. Maybe I'm maybe I'm optimistic. Am I? Well, I think that's in the car for you. Tell me, but finally, is the cost of living, the cost of doing business there, the cost of setting up an office, is it an expensive place? Yeah, well, real estate is very high, Ivan, in, in Hong Kong. But in in where, when we went into Shenzhen, for instance, uh, Shenzhen um, property is subsidised by the state in China, and also labour is, I'd have to say. Very, very low. Um, the, the rate of pay is about, we reckon, about about 45 to 50 cents an hour. Um, you work 10 hours a day. You work six days a week. And I, have to, I thought it was pretty grim uh, in terms of we saw a lot of places where people live. We saw where places where, where people work. But I didn't see any shops. I didn't see any bars. So definitely in China. But in Hong Kong, it's a very vibrant colourful place and it really has a city feel. So two very different places I'd suggest um, but but a really, really, really wonderful experience. Alright, that's Bobby Kerr uh, reporting for us. Bobby means biz uh, from Asia today, a part of the itinerary of the EY Entrepreneur of the Year, the CEO retreat. And as we heard from the uh, consul, uh, business opportunities for people, for Irish people to gain export orders. Uh, but for Bobby, it's just a junket. Thank you indeed, Bobby, for joining us as always. I'll be back next week. We look forward to seeing you, you seeing you on one of your rare visits to Ireland between Florida and everything else next week. Thank you, as always, Bobby Kerr. <laughs>